People of Earth, this is the Rogue Planet Podcast. I'm Jason McClellan. And I'm Maureen Ellsbury. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Uh, what day is this? Uh, I don't know. I lose track of days now. I think it's Tuesday. <laughs> I think we're doing this on a Tuesday. Welcome to Tuesday. I uh, yes. hope everyone is doing well. And uh, Jason, I think I can say I haven't talked to you since this weekend, but we both had a little bit of a Bigfoot-oriented uh, weekend. We did. We had separate uh, minor Bigfoot experiences. Um, I want to hear about yours, because I think you did a little more uh, Bigfoot excursion than I did. Well, so I had to go to Oregon for a wedding this weekend of a childhood friend. And on my way back, I decided, you know, I've written so many articles around Bigfoot lately, especially about the Mount St. Helens area. And, you know, I calculated it as probably a two-hour detour, but what the hell, right? So I drove up to Mount St. Helens, and uh, it was cloudy, unfortunately, and rainy, so you could literally not see the mountain at all but i still went into the observatory and i was laughing because there's just bigfoot stuff everywhere and the road leading up to it as well there's bigfoot gift shops and uh crazy stuff so (laughs) i bought one of jeff meldrum's field guides it's like a plastic little field guide that tries to you know give you all these hints about how to identify bigfoot and uh so i drove down towards the woods and got out and kind of walked around for a bit. And and then I did take a little um, snapshot with Bigfoot uh, literally standing behind me on a rock. A real one. A real one. No, No, he was a small plastic figurine, but still, you know, I found him (laughs) in my purse. Well, that's that's a little better than I did. I was in uh, – well, I started in Island Park, Idaho, and then went uh, from Idaho to Montana to Wyoming, went into Yellowstone National Park, and, oh, man, I forgot how awesome that place is. It was so cool being back there. I haven't been back there probably in 20 years. I used to go to that area a lot as a as a kid because my family has a cabin in Island Park, so we spent a lot of time up there. Um but it was amazing. Saw lots of animals, um, moose, white-tailed deer, antelope, um, a lot of fun. But in the town of West Yellowstone, they certainly had a lot of uh, Bigfoot novelty items in their shops. And they even have a sign that says Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot frequent, Frequenting Area. Yellowstone National Park visitors are advised to remain in populated areas between dusk and dawn. Hike and camp at your own risk. Watch for Squatch. Yeah. So uh, I spent some time walking through the woods, mainly looking for all animals. I was also looking for Bigfoot. I didn't bother to do any knocking or or hooting or hollering, Um, no calling to Bigfoot, but uh, didn't see anything. So maybe that's why. Yeah, you know, and and I have plans to go back to this area that I was in. It's I mean, it's a huge national park, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, 
if people go and read my article about, uh, I think it's something about Bigfoot and Jenga and bones. Um, <laughs> allegedly, this professor who teaches Bigfoot studies and his students separately have found piles of bones, like almost set up like a you know Jenga uh, around the area, That's and so some creepy. large footprints. And so they uh, are assuming here that they have come across some evidence of Bigfoot. So I figure. I better get my ass in those woods and do some backpacking around those trails to see if I can find any Jenga bones. And hopefully the bones won't turn out to be my own. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, I recently uh, did, wrote an article for To The Stars. Um, it was a list of seven things you need for your big hunting, Bigfoot hunting trip. And uh, i got to say, I think I only had one of these things when I went this weekend. But – in all fairness, oh. it wasn't really a Bigfoot hunting trip. You hypocrite. I no. know. Uh, but well, uh, going you didn't, through... you didn't have a, a, a poop bucket with you? No, I, I didn't. That's I on didn't your have... list. It is on the list, and it's a very important thing, unless you want to pack your stuff around or dig a hole. That's easy enough, but I don't know. This little poop bucket that I, I posted, it's, it's kind of a cool invention and certainly makes it a lot easier. It's called the business bucket, and uh, – if you haven't checked out this article or seen the video online or read anything about this business bucket, it's like a five-gallon bucket that somebody put a nice video together to show you how you can easily make this. It's even got a little pool noodle that you take in the swimming pool with you, and you cut it and make a nice padded ring on the seat so you can sit down, and you can put the toilet paper on the handle of the five-gallon bucket. It makes a nice little toilet for you out in the woods. And everything... I'm not carrying that shit around. With no, me. I'm not either. But uh, <laughs> you need somebody else in your party who can uh, pack Literally everything for and you. Yeah. So yeah, other things I have on this list are obviously night vision. Night vision is amazing for all sorts of watching, but uh, including Bigfoot. And then, of course, one thing that uh, would be amazing to have on a Bigfoot expedition. But none of us can afford, and that would be a thermal camera. Right, right, definitely. I mean, that makes a huge difference, obviously, when uh, you have that type of gear. I keep looking at those thermal cameras, and yes, there are some slightly more affordable ones, but that's still nowhere near affordable for me. Well, you definitely forgot one thing on the list, at least that's very pertinent to a Bigfoot hunter like me, Yeah, which is um, extreme deep bug spray, because <laughs> uh, there's nothing more distracting than getting eaten alive by bugs while you're trying to be searching for an alleged, you know, mythical creature here. So uh, I'm definitely planning a lot more Bigfoot hunts, and hopefully you will be able to make it out from Idaho and we mm -hmm. can tackle the Pacific Northwest, which is allegedly Bigfoot's main calling ground, so to speak. Um, but maybe we should move on and talk about the alien hybrid in the room. The alien hybrid in the room. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, this big news article about this guy who died and they found, you know, um, over 1,200 guns, uh, $230,000 in cash, mm -hmm. uh, along with some really cool Hummer that's been converted to an underwater car and his fiance or his and his fiance's former business partner or something along those lines say that this guy was a human alien hybrid yeah. who works with the government and was sent here to protect earth yeah with so, apparently a lot of guns the details are are really weird right now but yeah this is 
This is real. This is big news right now in California. And uh, so this guy from L.A., they found his body. And I guess his fiance, like the guy collapsed or something and died. And she didn't want to call 911 for some reason um, because they were under the assumption that this guy worked for some secret government organization. So she dragged his body and put it in his SUV outside the house and left it there because she assumed that whatever secret government agency he worked for would come and collect his body. So she, with her employer, um, like vanished and like ran away and left the state without contacting anybody, without telling their families or anything. And um, I believe it is the employer I don't think it's the fiance they have the quote from. I think it's the employer of the fiance who says that this guy is an alien human hybrid sent here to protect Earth. Well, in in the mother of the um I'm confused whether it's the fiance or the employer. Yeah, the it gets mother... really weird with the yeah. details here because the employer and the employee, <laughs> the fiance and her employer, like ran away together for whatever reason. Yeah, this is a really bizarre story that's still developing, and uh, we're certainly going to follow it. And you will be sure to find an article about it on to the stars media very soon. Right. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, and I, I think that one of the women's mother has pretty much projected that this is out of the twilight zone, and they're yes. so worried about her, and they want her to come get help because it does sound. Um, you know, at least for the most part, that this is a case where I don't know how these women are so confused into believing this guy. Um, but he had a lot of money and and guns and uh, the people lawyer... around him have no idea like how he got all that. Number one, got all the money to buy all these guns, and number two, like where this extra like two hundred plus thousand dollars came from, like. And a lot of like weird details that people have no idea, had no idea that this was going on with this guy. And he um, allegedly has a bunch more storage lockers that they haven't even opened yet. Yeah. So um, there could be all sorts of weird stuff. Um, yeah. So the the mystery is maybe uh, a little crazy, but also at the same time, there's a lot of weird stuff going on here. So, yeah, we, we definitely will keep people posted on um, further developments in this very bizarre story. Very bizarre. And and the guy, I guess, I don't know why, but he's got a – the deceased has a celebrity attorney. Right. <laughs> so it's it's a total, like, Hollywood drama unfolding. So kind of exciting. Do-do. Yeah, really, really bizarre. It's, I guess we should now talk about the X-Files. Because... Uh, you know, I, I was going to lead straight into that. I've been watching the X-Files all morning, by the way. Awesome. Because <laughs> um, I'm, I, well, I just wrote an, oh God, not to say I wrote another article, but that's what I was finishing up an article on the X-Files, uh, what we know so far coming up, um, which we are getting a lot of details. But yes. I, for one, am also participating in 201 days of x-files where you're watching one episode a day leading up until uh july or july man january 24th when yeah, i couldn't wait till july premiere. yeah no <laughs> yeah that's cool i'm glad you're doing that that's uh super nerdy but i would do it but 
It's hard to convince my wife to go along with that. Yeah, you cut out for me a little bit, but I, I think you said it was super nerdy. Yeah, of course it's super oh, nerdy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to watch a few this uh, few today to catch up because I uh, had been out of town. So yeah, I'm cheating a little bit here and there. Not actually one episode a day half the time. So we keep you know hearing periodically new new casting details, um, new people who will be appearing in the short uh, six episode miniseries um but of course i am and i think we both are most excited about the news that the lone gunmen are returning right and this came out on the 22nd of july last last wednesday i um was very excited as well obviously spoiler alert for i mean i'm figuring everyone who's listening knows this information correct but um the characters were killed off technically and um, at the end of the ninth season. And so a lot of people are wondering, well, how are they coming back? Are they coming back in a flashback capacity? Well, the comic books reveal that um, Mulder discovers that they actually faked their own death. So whether or not Chris Carter goes that route and we see them come back in a, you know, a renewed capacity, ready to hack through all sorts of government files, uh, will be interesting to see. Or whether they're just you know, it's their funeral or something. And it was, yeah, that's certainly something that I was thinking about and everybody was thinking about. They're all, oh, they're dead. How are they going to pull this one off? Um, but Dean Haglin, one of the lone gunmen, um, even addressed the comic book issue, I think a year ago, almost on his podcast, the Chill Pack Hollywood Hour. Um, somebody asked that. And they were doing some Q&A session somewhere. And uh, he addressed the fact that the comic book dealt with it and the, can- the comic books are viewed as canon. But we'll find out what they decide to do with the, with the TV show. Yeah. Um, and So excited by that news, though. Yeah. And, so, and we also have a, a, a little bit of a hint of plot details, which um, it'll be hard because, I mean, we only have six hour-long episodes and they are still – planning it sounds like to do mostly standalone uh stories right with maybe a little bit of an arc um apparently we know that joel McHale, who's you know on community and the soup uh comedian he's gonna play a conservative talk show host that kind of tips Mulder and scully off to this case of a missing alien abductee so we're still getting our ufo alien connection but then we do know that at least the title of one of the scripts is called uh, Scully and Mulder Meet the Were-Man. So, werewolf. I'm <laughs> guessing we are going to have a werewolf episode. But um, yeah, So that will be a, a monster of one of the weeks. Right. One of so, the few weeks. Yeah, so it's it's going to be confusing if they do some sort of inner arc but um, Chris Carter has said that they're not bringing back any um, old monsters. Mm. This is going to be all brand new stuff. And it sounds like there may be a lot of like political gov- government conspiracy, like more so than usual, mm. um, which I don't – we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. But it is interesting um, of the few people we know who are going to be in the new X-Files – uh, it seems to be a, a couple of comedians, so <laughs> right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and I mean that's got to be so awesome 
or Mr. X-Files superfan, a guy with his podcast. I mean, I don't know if, if you all have listened to any of the podcasts. I think it's called the X-Files Files. Is that right? I think so, yes. X-Files that's... Files. This guy goes through like every single episode of the X-Files and kind of breaks it down. But uh, yeah, he got a got a nice uh, walk on, not a walk on, but a, a role in one of the episodes coming up. So that's got to be super cool for a super fan. It definitely, definitely is. And makes it makes us jealous. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm sure it makes everyone um, think, well, shoot, I definitely should have uh, done that. But he's he's you know he's a comedian, but he's also a star of the show Silicon yeah. Valley, yep. which is yep. huge. Um, so actually. What I would do is recommend that people, if they are participating in 201 Days of X-Files, or which the hashtag is actually flipped around. It's hashtag the X-Files 201 Days. Hmm. Uh, I don't know exactly the logic behind that. But what they should do is watch the episode and then listen to the corresponding podcast. Then uh, you're going to have extreme knowledge going into season 10. That would be an incredible way to do it. Yeah. I hope people do that. You should do that. I know. I'm going to start doing that. Well, I'm already 21 episodes in. (laughs) Uh, Well, whew. Yeah. I have a lot to catch up on then. Just uh, pick up where you are. Right. I might have to. Well, uh, I guess on on a similar topic of the X-Files, I guess we'll tease you right now and let you know that Maureen and I will be giving a special lecture at the National Atomic Testing Museum in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada in September. We'll give you the exact date uh, in a few weeks here and we'll post it at RoguePlanet.tv but uh, we've been asked to give a special lecture there to kind of help the Area 51 exhibit they have there go out with a bang. They've announced that they're wrapping up the uh, Area 51 exhibits time at the museum. So, and I think that closes in November. Um, but we will be there. Maureen and I will be there talking about all sorts of strange alien happenings to go right along with the nice Area One, Area 51 conspiracy stuff. But we'll have more details uh, about that lecture, the date, the time, and the specifics of what we'll be talking about. In the I mean, future. Right. And I mean, so far to, to tease people a little more, I will be also performing a song and dance mm-hmm. during our presentation, mm-hmm. um, dressed up as, so an, an, an reptilian alien sounds good since everyone thinks I'm one already. Yeah. Then you don't have to wear a costume. You're already yeah. in it. Yeah. Perfect. So we can advertise it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which will be um, in full reptilian alien costume. Full disclosure, I cannot sing worth a damn, so um, people will be in for a real treat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I totally forgot. I thought you were going to tease people that we were going to be guest stars on The X-Files or something cool that I didn't know about. <laughs> mm, I wish I could make that announcement. but it's a no. bummer. We're still waiting for our invite. Yeah. Um, well, actually, let's... You know, we've we've talked about lots of paranormal stuff here. Uh, we should mention that we have a couple new guest writers on Rogue Planet um, covering all sorts of geek news. So people should go check out those articles as well. We're staying on top of all the Marvel stuff, comic books, you name it. We got it. 
yeah, we've really we're really trying to wrap up the uh, the output there on the site. We do have some great new writers coming, some more on the way, and uh, yeah, really really expanding our, our areas of coverage. Uh, we've got somebody who specializes in comics, who actually is somebody who puts out their own comic with somebody who's been a geek writer for a long time and it covers the whole geek arena, getting some more UFO content out there, which we're really happy to see. So yeah, definitely check out rogueplanet.tv if you haven't been for a while. There's a lot of new stuff up there and we'll try really hard to keep that coming. And we will try really hard to give everyone the promised UFO show that we keep talking about, you know, rebooting and we we promise we're working on stuff and we'll have it coming your way uh hopefully this year if not by the beginning of next year yep and feel free to give a shit and harass us about that because we we need it but we are really working that's something we really want to do for you guys so hang in there it's coming hopefully and uh do keep checking out to the stars.media Maureen and I both have a lot of awesome stuff we're putting out there, some really strange stuff, uh, some questionable stuff. It's good reading all the time. So definitely check that out. Um, There are some developments coming from To The Stars soon that we will be able to talk more about too. Um, more, more content for you to digest. Um, and let's, let's just say things are going to get real strange. They're going to get strange really fast. (laughs) Yep. Well, I I think that's enough teasing for one day. So let's go ahead and close it out. Maureen, thank you everybody for joining us again for a, um, mediocre episode of the Rogue Planet podcast. I'm Jason McClellan. And I'm Maureen Ellsbury. Thanks again for joining us. Adios. (laughs) 